0: Welcome to the the Half-in-the-Bag Disc Golf Podcast, streaming to you as part of the Joe's Disc Golf Podcast Network. And here are your hosts, Ben, Joe, and RJ.
1: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of the the Half-in-the-Bag Disc Golf Podcast. As always, my name is RJ, and I am coming to you from Northeast Indiana. And today, uh, I had a very long day at work, and I just finished up dinner, so I'm having some dessert with a nice... Hershey's, or Yingling Hershey's Porter.
0: Okay, I'm curious. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna need you to to walk me through this. Is it is it good?
1: Oh yeah, it's real good. Hmm. I I bought a six pack because I was super skeptical. And then I want to say on an earlier episode Ben had had one, and I'm like, ooh, if I find some, I should pick some up. And sure enough, I happened to go to the liquor store that weekend. And they had a, they had like a 12 pack or a 20 pack or something like that on sale. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, I'll go ahead and, and pick up some more. Um, and actually my father-in-law, who, he, he likes the Bud Lights, the Coors Lights, the the Mic Ultras, you know, kind of your standard beers. He doesn't really stray out of that comfort zone too much. He tried one. Water. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you're your your beginner beers kinda. Mm-hmm. The ones that you drink if you enjoy beer, but you know, you don't wanna go and be super adventurous. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, what we all started drinking when we started drinking beer. Probably. No. No? No? Okay. <laughs> no, I, well, I,
0: I, <clears throat> I'll share I'll share that in a second. But please yeah, continue. But,
1: but yeah, so so he had some. He's like, oh that's pretty good, and then my brother-in-law came
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he saw it and he was like oh how is that my wife and i both told him oh, well your dad likes it and he looked at me like we had just yep. told him that we had three heads <laughs> um, he couldn't believe it so it it's uh it's real good it's it's very chocolatey though hmm. so I, if you're I not mean, a, it a sounds big...
0: like a good dessert beer i mean it's a, it's a porter so yep it's gonna be a little thicker anyway
1: oh yeah yeah hmm that you started on then or since you did not start on the standard ones um
0: so in terms of my starting i got to travel to germany uh specifically to Lübeck, near the north sea uh Mm -hmm. and I was seventeen at the time, which for the Germans, the law had not changed yet. So at seventeen, I could buy whatever booze I wanted. So my host student and his like cousin were like, "Oh, we're just we're gonna start you on what we drink, and it's a beer called bitter beer, and it's literally just bitter beer. It's essentially an IPA, but <laughs> a very German Oof. version of it. Oof. And oh man, I was just like, hey." this this is pretty good (laughs) and so maybe
1: that's how you start enjoying ipas is you just don't have anything else beforehand i still cannot do ipas
0: it's my sense of smell has been messed up well before everyone was concerned about whether or not you could smell things because i've had bad (laughs) allergies since i was a Mm -hmm. kid So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where my sense of smell and taste are a little weird. So pretty much, if it's not an IPA, I'm or a porter, like a really different style of beer, I'm like
1: something on the ends of the
0: spectrum. I'm just like, oh, it tastes like beer. I I like to have some flavor with my beer, so I mostly drink IPAs because I'm like, ah, yes, this one tastes like pine trees, and this one tastes like normal trees. Ooh, this would taste oh, like man. flowers
1: yes now that we've uh already got off on a tangent um <laughs> yes joy- joining me today is a wonderful co-host <laughs> that apparently likes ipas uh here, here. is that what you're drinking today though
0: it is not no it it has been a very long day and uh, i've got a wedding to go to so i'm i'm, I'm kind of keeping it you know mostly water until i get to the wedding so that way i hopefully don't wind up regretting too many delicious beer choices uh but (laughs) tonight my toddler was in true form so i've decided to make some decaffeinated coffee and uh enjoy a little warm beverage
1: yeah yep and for those that didn't catch your name
0: oh yeah hey i'm ian by the way (laughs) i'm still getting used to this whole recurring host thing it's it's yes. weird i'm you know it's not streaming on twitch uh but i hail from the chicagoland area and um oh goodness i just had a complete brain disconnect from like <laughs> what i was gonna say oh
1: man it's <laughs> it's that type of day
0: it is <laughs> Good luck, business daddy, with all the uh, editing you're going to be doing yes. in this episode. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, so speaking of business stuff, great transition there. you We'll have to have Joe go in and clean it up. Uh, again, Joe not here this week. Uh, unfortunately, life gets in the way. Um, but he is not here with us again this week, as you'll notice. Um. For better or for worse.
0: True, Go ahead, and, and be, I'll let you be the truth. For, yeah, for yeah. everyone who is a regular here, it is nothing bad. Well, I mean, it's not great, but he and his family are okay. There's nothing crazy serious going on. But uh, yeah, sorry, you gotta put up with us two bums for one more week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah the inmates are running the asylum again. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I. I think uh, it might have been on your first podcast or one of your first ones that I mentioned that I was going to order a uh, a new disc golfing polo. Well, today it came in the mail today in this Ooh. nice little mailer. Great, it's recycled. It's a hundred percent recycled mailer. See
0: uh,
1: yes, but so I I got from the or from Circle One Disc, which is the company that makes this. A nice, pretty, new polo. And as you can tell, I have never done an unboxing before, because I don't know how to do this. Ooh, that is actually very, very comfortable. It's not necessarily a polo, it's kind of just a, mostly a dry fit button-down. It's it's really comfortable. I, I am going to really enjoy wearing this. Ooh. I'm going to have to get the tags off if I want to wear it today, but... Oh, I think I can get the tags off of it actually. So oh, I was maybe, gonna say hold
0: maybe. it hold it a little closer to the camera so that way we can make out yeah. the the sweet, sweet raptors. Yes.
1: So the big draw for this one for me is uh the awesome design that is I don't know how well it's coming through on the camera. Oh I think it's coming through pretty good there. As you can see, it's dinosaur print. You've got your standard T-Rexes, Brontosauruses, uh, Triceratops, Stegosaurus, and of course, the uh, little Velociraptor. Can't can't forget about that guy. Nope. Looks like you got some Pterodactyls on there. You know, nice little pattern, fun little pattern for disking. Well, for anything, but especially for disking.
0: I mean, That's I approve I- my favorite dinosaur is in my favorite color. Got a green Stegosaurus. I'm looks, all about that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Ah, there's, looks like the colors might change a little bit. No, no, I don't think so. Maybe, I don't know, hard to tell exactly. I haven't given enough look at this. Like I said, I just, um, un- unbagged it. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take off my headset for a second so I can wear this because it feels super comfortable. And I'm actually very excited about going discing in this now. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wear it to my first ter- or to my first tournament this year. Ooh. I don't know. I think we put in the group chat that Joe and I signed up for our first tournaments. Well, not our first tournaments, but we signed up for a tournament this summer.
0: I knew that you had signed up for one. I didn't know if it was your first or not for the year. Well, I should say.
1: Well, let me get this on, and then I'll I'll go ahead yeah. and continue my thought.
0: Now we're gonna do a little singing as RJ gets into his shirt. But do 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 ba 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 An excellent is... reverse strip tease. Looking very dapper. Yes. Yes. It's
1: it's very comfortable. It's almost like a um this probably means nothing to or this might mean nothing to you, but it almost feels like a um Almost like a scrub top, almost. Oh, interesting! Yeah, it's it's comfy. It's it's very nice. I'm gonna really enjoy wearing this this summer. Uh, yeah, ju- uh, I signed up for my first uh, tournament of the summer. Uh, in the, I guess the winter it was at the end of January. I played in a hmm. tournament. Excuse me. Oh, you're and playing. um, and in, I think it was March. My wife and I. She's giving me a, mo- a nod like, yes, that's what it was. Um, we, we played in a uh, putter partner tournament that uh, we had a lot of fun in.
0: I I, um, I vaguely remember you and Joe talking about it, but we didn't get into like any specifics.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's... uh, Yeah, signed up for my first summer tournament this year. Ooh. And uh, really looking forward to wearing this for that because I think it'll be a really nice uh nice shirt to wear for it honestly
0: hmm. i've uh, I've actually only ever played in one tournament it was uh ooh. when i was visiting uh you guys well for joe's um not his bachelor party just just visiting i think yeah it was a uh oh goodness it was basically a you show up by two discs and that's what you play the tournament with oh like a two disc challenge yeah just thing. a two disc challenge and that's uh
1: was that maybe when i got my first discs i'm oh, i feel like it? it might have been you me
0: ben and, and joe yeah because i feel um, like it might have been a thing because caitlin and kayla were not kayla oh goodness oh goodness why am i blanking on your name ben's wife kayla yeah like okay I, I was right i like yeah Thank if God. it's the tournament,
1: I'm thinking oh, of goodness. Caitlin. I I don't even know that Joe and Caitlin had met yet, but
0: um, or they had just met. That might might be. It was it was like new enough that it wasn't like oh yeah, going to be coming out here for a bachelor party soon. Yes, <laughs> but yes. um, and... <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was just the four of us dudes. I I mm-hmm. can't remember why Kayla couldn't make it but she didn't come out for that one. Yeah. But, I mean, I I enjoyed playing that, that tournament, being the only one that, that I've ever at, actually run in.
1: Was that at Sweeney, maybe? I believe so. Yeah, that sounds right. Because... So I, that just, might
0: be the first. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: No, I was going to say, that might have been like the first tournament that I played in, too. Nice. If, if it's the one I'm thinking of, so...
0: Yeah, I, uh, I wound up picking up my um, Westside Discs King and a um, dynamic discs, just like little putter. I forget exactly yeah. what it's called because yeah. it didn't have any Edge markings on it.
1: Oh wow! Oh yeah! Wow! So, um, you know, as I said, this this came from a circle one disc. Circle one. Yeah, circle one disc. I wanted to make sure that it was disc and not discs because. Of course, yep. everything has to be singular or plural or, you know, whatever. Um, but if you want to pick up some awesome merch, how can they do that, Ian?
0: Well, they can go to, I forget the URL, but to Business Daddy's website. JoesDiscGolf.com slash merch. Yes? Shop. Shop, I think. Because I always want to say uh, it's
1: merch. But it, I, I'm almost sure. shop. That's shop. right,
0: it is shop. JoesDiscGolf.com slash shop that's shop not not store not merch shop yep um i really need to actually get some of his stuff because uh i keep writing him ads (laughs) to advertise his stuff i still haven't actually bought anything yet because i'm i'm a bad friend Mm. (laughs) so you should all not be bad friends (laughs) go support joe
1: (laughs) It doesn't seem like his stuff's that great if, if uh, the advertiser hasn't gotten any of it. But I well, do have some. I have a hat and I have a, uh, a t-shirt and they're awesome. And I really,
0: really uh, enjoy wearing them. But To be fair, all of the ad reads that I've written have been for at least three people. <laughs> and we keep not having three people that is true that is
1: true that would be that does make it a little bit more difficult yep
0: just,
1: just a smidge though just a smidge
0: but um but we'll yes yeah, we'll we, meander away from the intro as we've now been on yes. it for a while
1: yeah as we've been on it for about 15 minutes so hey you know we've got that going for
0: us it's the small talk portion
1: yeah yeah so let's um I know that when Ben, Joe, and I first started this podcast, we kind of went through and you know, talked a little bit about ourselves, what our experience with disking was, and I don't think we ever actually did that with you. So I think it would probably be good to give the listeners a little bit of, of background on you. Um, so if you don't mind, I, I, uh, being the journalist that I am now... Ooh. I almost said that one with a straight face. I've uh, come up with a couple different questions and, you know, I was hoping that maybe we could get some insight into you and your disc golfing experience.
0: Absolutely. Fire away.
1: So I think the, um, you know, the, the biggest question is how did you actually get started
0: discing? So it was in my, Ooh, I want to say sophomore or junior year of high school probably closer to junior year since at that point a variety of friends and i had just obtained driver's licenses so we could start driving around town we were Mm -hmm. at that point where you're like i'm not making enough money in my summer jobs or the after school or part-time job that you have where you're like yeah let's go to the movies all the time, or let's go do this or that, because you just don't have that kind of money. So, my buddy Mike was like, hey, have you guys heard of Frolfing? And I was like, I, I did that, like, in Scouts, like, a million years ago. I was like, yeah, you just take a Frisbee and you throw it. He's like, no, dude. Frolfing. There's way more to it. And I was like, bullshit. So, he had picked up three Innova discs from uh, I want to say Dick's Sporting Goods and at that point he uh, you know gave me and our other buddy Tim you know one of his discs and we went to the park that Joe and I have talked about before Castaldo uh, Mm -hmm. here in Woodridge uh, and um, yeah the rest is history so that was about circa 2005 2006 uh just playing because we're like hey this is a free activity uh so we got started in castaldo uh then o'brien park in downers grove and then catherine leg in hinsdale became the three courses that we primarily went to as they were just the closest ones and why spend more gas than needed
1: yeah, no. I mean, if if you get into it, well, especially now with gas prices. Yeah.
0: Well, well you know. we're not. <clears throat> we're gonna veer away from that hot take.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that makes total sense. So you, know, you kind of answered it. You know, you've been going for now about fifteen years or so. Is that a fair?
0: Yeah, in varying levels of how often I get out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah unfortunately in terms of having a toddler it just has decreased significantly uh, even though I actually live closer to the disc golf course the Costaldo than I ever have mm-hmm. before it's just yeah, one of those things where you're like oh yeah I need the time to do that yes
1: yes taking the toddler along might not be the easiest thing to do nah
0: but he's <laughs> learning he'll get there
1: good, good. So, I think we talked about this a little bit, but, you know, we, we, again, when we started, we kind of gave our tournament experience kind of what levels we played at. Sounds like you have the one tournament under your belt.
0: Yep. Just that that one challenge. I had thought about, because they do host tournaments at uh, Castaldo and the other parks around here. I have Mm -hmm. thought about uh, getting out and, and doing some of the tournaments, but at this point i've been primarily focused on needing to get back out and practice much more regularly Mm -hmm. because when i do get a couple of rounds in like the muscle memory starts to return but i don't really Mm want to go and play a tournament without you know having at least practice for like a month or so fairly regularly you know and by fairly i mean maybe two nights three nights a week at least Mm -hmm. yeah because again the courses around here would not be considered pro level courses you know they're they're truly just you know amateur fun and that's Mm -hmm. what most of the tournaments around here are it's like hey let's support either the club or support a charity you know local charity everyone get in it's a small pot there isn't really winnings you you Mm -hmm. mostly walk away with like hey have a free disc or t shirt or something like that yeah Uh, so just casual for the most part Mm -hmm. getting into more of the intermediate stuff i mean i can play Mm -hmm. intermediate courses but i really need to work on a lot of my techniques just so that way i can get better releases because i Mm -hmm. know the mechanics that i'm supposed to be doing but you know (laughs) i'm not getting the distance that i I should be getting with the discs that I'm throwing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that's practice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So is there any specific thing right now that you're trying to work on or is it just, you know, getting out and practicing more or yeah. Is there some specific part of your game that you're working on?
0: No. uh, Well, yeah. Okay. So if we're being honest, the specific parts I would be working on, Would be primarily increasing the accuracy and distance of my drives and um, solidifying putting in what would essentially be circle two. Because anything within that, like circle one, for the most part, unless I'm like really frazzled, I should be sinking that. But once I get past that circle one edge, all of a sudden it's like, hey, I don't remember how to putt anymore. Um, (laughs) Yes. I've been trying to look up like the power putt because that is Mm -hmm. a technique that I, you know, had developed two left thumbs on. I'm just like, okay, that didn't do anything. (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, the biggest thing is, especially after the motorcycle accident, which we did cover in my first episode here. Yes um the left leg just getting the the flow back so that way i've got Mm -hmm. the three steps and release and it's all one Mm -hmm. single motion as opposed to Mm -hmm. kind of like a peg leg step when my left leg is trying to do things it's like Mm -hmm. uh, i'm like it throws me off a little bit and you know i know that's predominantly doing the correct stretches to make sure that i'm limber enough so that way when i am throwing nothing's seizing up as I'm going through it but that's uh, you know also learning you know how the leg is actually going to behave since the accident because the accident's really where I started playing less because I couldn't Mm -hmm. at first and then I also went through a period of time where I was definitely a little depressed about the fact that I my game was just awful you know I went from being a pretty decent disc golfer to just crap and i was like why do i want to play a game you know especially by myself where i'm like i'm just awful i'm not doing anything so it's it's taken a while to get back
1: mm -hmm. yeah no i mean that's uh that's definitely a, a a tough place to be in you know i think i've talked a little bit about you know i took probably the better part of two years off because i was kind of in the same place where i'm like i don't want to go play so you know i think that's a you know, a a place that a lot of people can relate to Um, and being like, okay, yeah, I've started this new thing, but is it really what I want to continue to do? And, you know, I I think that hearing, hearing that from you and, you know, my own experience, it seems like it's something where it's like, yeah, you know, this is definitely something that it can be frustrating, but it's also a lot of fun and definitely worthwhile to stick with. That, or at least I think so. Oh. Maybe you have a slightly different opinion, but I think you're here, so. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Oh no, I I absolut- absolutely absolutely agree hard. that it is. It they are hard today, <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> I'm stone cold sober. Um, oh man, would you like some chocolate porter? Uh, you know, just fax it to me. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'd have to find a fax machine first. Oh, we'll get you one. It checks in the mail. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We, um, we need everyone to go out and buy, like, you know, 20 things from Joe's Disc Golf so that we can afford a fax machine.
0: <laughs> so I can get my chocolate porter. Because yes. <laughs> I have a, or I should say my wife has one of the all-in-one printers, so it technically is a fax machine, but I would need a landline to be able to actually get the fax to begin with, so.
1: Oh, man. I, I'm i pretty sure, because cause I work in a high school, so I'm pretty sure that there's a fax machine there somewhere. Oh, yeah. I would, I would have to ask about four different people how it operates to uh, try and get that thing figured out.
0: It's and not too hard. It's stupid, but it's not too hard.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's just a... You know, I say this, but I know that I fax stuff before. I've had to fax stuff for work before, so I'm sure I can figure it out. It's just... (laughs) When
0: when you're not in front of it, you know, you're like, wait, what do I do again? It's like
1: I press the button and the... the, 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 Anyway, So, so I gotta ask...
0: Oh, uh, so ahead. let me Go just ahead. the the last thought was, it is totally worth sticking. And for me, the thing that got me back to oh, I I do want to continue enjoying this hobby, is that I really enjoy just being outside, and it's a tr- excellent way to spend some time outside. That's not too intense, you know, um, and not too strenuous on your body. That um, you know, you just enjoy some nice nice time outdoors
1: yeah uh you know i i'm i'm right there with you i i really enjoy the outdoor aspect um that's why i really love going to some of my local really wooded courses because i just feel like i'm taking a stroll through the woods and you know i think that that's another reason why i don't you know we talked last week about cell phones and ear pods and everything and you know i think that that's a reason why i don't specifically use that but Getting back to learning a little bit more about you. So you mentioned that outdoor aspect. Is that your favorite part of the sport or are there other parts that you would consider above that?
0: Uh, I mean, that's the foundation. But in terms of what really brings me to the sport is the challenge of figuring out the puzzle of the different holes. You know, what um, disc you want to use, what kind of shot what's going to make the most amount of sense given you know what techniques i know at that particular time i when i first started it was more just the like okay how am i going to huck this piece of plastic far enough to get close enough to the basket that i actually can get a putt you know and now <laughs> it's become more of a like okay so in this wooded corridor hmm, i uh, i might need to Oh crap! Uh, I don't know if I can continue the podcast. um, give me one second. I need to go check out my toddler. He's making some very strange noises.
1: Okay. I'll be
0: right back. Sorry, everybody
1: so while he goes and does that I think we, I am going to really quickly go over kind of the results of the tournament from this past weekend um which, if you aren't sure, was the OTB Open. So let's talk a little bit about the FPO side. So on the FPO side, we had what looked like it might be the kind of the Paige Pierce show. And instead, it, it kind of turned out to be a two-horse race at the end, uh, as Paige Pierce finished at 11-under. With Natalie Ryan uh kind of stalking in the shadows at seven under. Uh Juliana Corver finished third. Ella Hansen and Alexis Mondajano finished tied for fourth. Missy Gannon finishing in sixth. Unscoggins was tied for seventh. Jen Allen also tied for seventh. And we had Katrina Allen and Holland Handley tied for ninth. Um, some bigger names that finished outside the top 10 would be Valerie Montejano finishing in 12th and Kona Panis finishing in 13th. Sarah Hokum finished 14th. Maria Oliva also finished in 14th and Kat Merch finished tied for 18th. Illy King finished 23rd. And, uh, you know, I think that pretty much covers that. Um, all, in all honesty, a fairly large field for the FPO side and um you know they had about four, 47 people it looks like that were
0: playing uh, all right um sorry man i'm going to have to uh, unfortunately cut everything uh he might be having asthma attack so i need to get him into okay. some steam so yes goodbye yep. everybody uh, sorry Hi, everybody. I just want to take a quick moment to let everyone know that everything's okay. The bean is doing just fine. Uh, It, fortunately, was not an asthma attack. The doctor will confirm in the morning it is most likely just crew. I just wanted to take this brief moment to let everyone know uh, if the episode is released that everything is okay and the bean is wheezy thanks to the respiratory virus but okay uh so hopefully we can have a slightly less eventful uh next episode all right everyone thank you very much for watching and or listening and i will catch you all later uh along with my co-hosts joe and rj all right thank you very much everyone have a good one bye